Welcome to Car Talk with Manny J. Another Tuesday night. More car-related topics. Tonight, we've got a big, big topic. I mean, this is probably the the topic that gets all car enthusiasts, um, or all people in general, really on edge about. Uh, are manuals dead? And is an automatic a better option? So, uh, tonight in the studio, I'm joined with Jason Mayer's News. What's going on? How you going? And Alan, what's going on, dude? Nothing much. I'm just happy to be here. Uh, Actually, there is something going on. I'll give a quick shout-out. Congratulations to my uncle and aunt on the birth of their second son. There you go. Can be, can, big car talk. Congratulations. Yeah. And uh, name? Uh, Ruviet. Ruviet. And uh, he's got a jealous older brother who who's uh, <laughs> <laughs> about three. Um, and uh, I'll make sure they both fight for my love. You know. Uh, do, do, you're going to be the cool uncle, right? Like I am. I'm already uh, the older <laughs> one. Saha. He plays uh, Need for Speed Underground too. That, that is a good game. That is a that is like one of the last uh, Need for Speed games that that was really good. It was like it was like that. Uh, most one was pretty. Good. I liked most one. Uh, Pro Street was good. I enjoyed Pro Street. And then everything after that. Well, like she shift was okay. The first shift, and then it just went downhill after that. Carbon was enjoyable in terms of the car fabrication. Yeah, which Car-Gun one was good? Which one was Pro Street? It was like the like the first venture into like uh, like racing simulation, racing, simulation racing, but like you know like on track and stuff. Oh, so that was like uh, way after that, the that turned into yeah. shift, yeah. That turned into shift, yeah. but then we had um, uh, it was still carrying on, and I, I guess like they worked with the burnout team and, and they created yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of it kind of went a bit haywire after that. It just turned into burnout. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, they did like this. Was one guy did a comparison um, of Never Speed on the Ground Two versus. Uh, <laughs> It was like the latest uh, Need for Speed game, and in every aspect of the game, Need for Speed Underground Two killed it. That is how bad the new Need for Speeds have become. Oh, and you know what? There wasn't a you couldn't drive manually in the last Need for Speed. What? Yeah, like I don't all... drive manual, and I and I think that's stupid. <laughs> what the hell? It's Need for Speed. Oh, is is it the latest Need for Speed that was shown at E3? Because that they had a truck, a semi truck, driving at two hundred fifty <laughs> kilometers an hour, oh, and. One thing I would like, if if I don't know if it already exists, is a very um, a nice texture pack, a HD texture pack for yeah. Underground Two, because I've got it on PC. Well, and I very much enjoy do, some HD textures. Sorry to interrupt you, dude. James and I always talk about games that they should redo, and but like yeah. have them exactly the same as they are, just with like a little bit better, you know, tidy up the graphics here and there. Yeah, I mean they've that'd they've be one it, of them. They've done it with so many games, you know. You get HD trilogies of stuff, so it's like they did a pretty good job with Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, they should just do it with uh, Need for Speed. You and know, the first three hard. Need for Speeds, yeah. and then Underground, and then like, or or at the very least, if you're not gonna you know uh, remaster them, uh, just re-release them like in their current form, but just so it's easier to play on current gen consoles. Because game game preservation is really terrible. Yeah. Like movies, you can generally find, you know, streaming or DVDs aren't that aren't that difficult to find. But games, it's like if you don't have an Atari, and you can't find an old copy of a game you used to like, that's it. That's it's it. it's all over. It's gone. And like, sorry to cut you off there, James. EA is um, this, these are not, are not my words. <laughs> <laughs> They're just known to be somewhat scumbag. EA is company the, among the gaming yeah. industry, and. Um, one of the things I guess you could say is they promoted uh, it was Need for Speed World I believe, which yeah, was their yeah. little online game, and that was once again microtransactions. Yeah, I, I suck it in. I bought a, a no. Lamborghini for about five dollars. <laughs> you know, 
it was my own money, and I felt like a G at didn't, the time. Didn't do it the hard way. Yeah, didn't, yeah. Didn't do it the I hard thought way. about it later on. You didn't like, start with a focus. You, yeah. didn't, you, you <laughs> didn't start at the bottom of the food chain. <laughs> they, were, they were like kids with just Subarus and stuff. I was like Lamborghini, you know, driving through. <laughs> and it, you know, I regretted it afterwards. You know, it was five dollars I could have spent on something better. But dude, that took half a HSP. It's 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 when they've got that option to sell you a game where they can keep you know selling you yeah. cars and everything. It's pay to win. Yeah, and they all will that. not go back to giving you something nice. Like, yeah, yeah, just realistic. It's unfortunate, but yeah, uh, that's why the too many games are multi to multiplayer focus now you don't get good single player well, stuff dude, anymore I will link you guys actually I won't even put it up on our Facebook page um, <laughs> that guy's comparison of the, of the two games I mean like even Need for Speed Underground 2 had everything it was like it was to me honestly yeah. a perfect game you could even dyno tune your car you could you could adjust your suspension and it made differences it did yeah it was you know and you could you could like take it for what, a trial that, that game came out what like 2005 jeez oh yeah it'd be it'd be about 2005 yeah, yeah 2005 Five. 2004 yeah, it like came that. out when we were in which is ancient in games eight, I think <laughs> yeah well, ancient in games <laughs> But you know it's hard to well. go back and yeah. play. It. No, but that's that's it. what I'm saying is like the game's so old and yet you can do all that stuff that they deliberately remove from new games because of reasons. Dude, you know I, I was playing it because I bought it for the um for the original Xbox. Yeah, and I was playing it on my on my Xbox 360, and um, it, to to progress through the game you need to get like a like a star rating yeah. of on your car like of like you know like coolness, and by this stage all these all these like you know. Fast and Furious style cars were like outdated, so I had my car like super clean, and I'm like, why can't I progress? I'm like, oh crap, I haven't got, I haven't made it stupid <laughs> yeah, enough. You haven't raced it out. <laughs> I haven't raced it out enough. Need more decals. <laughs> I put the whole door decals. <laughs> I had like NOS and stuff, and it, it wasn't even. Uh, anyway. You have to, you have to get into your uh, like too fast, too furious frame Vinyls of mind. Vinyls and yeah. <laughs> spinners. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had, and they had SUVs. I, I don't like SUVs. I hate SUVs, but they had Hummers. You know what I'm, you like, should, I'm like that was cool. You know what you should have done? WWRD. What would Roman do? <laughs> <laughs> Inject those signals. <laughs> Need more purple uh, flake oh, paint. Dude, um, bloody velour interior. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hydraulics. Hydraulics. <laughs> oh, and, and you could change your lights. And that game, you could put a sound system in that game. In the trunk. In the put trunk. Put tanks in just for sure. Dude, it, it was honestly put, a sick put game. neon in your engine bay. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Get that, get that neon happening. <laughs> Look, we're going to go to our first break in the night. We're going to go to a song by Wafia. The song's called Bodies. We'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk with Matty J. Still in the studio with uh, Alan and James. We are talking uh, all things manual versus automatic. But before we get to that, we'll finish on our on our little game talk about uh, Need for Speed. Uh, I bought. I loved uh, Need for Speed um, Most Wanted, the original one. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best games, like one of the best Need for Speeds I ever made. Mm. It was fun. I had a I had a you know, cheesy storyline, but it, you know, all Need for Speeds do. Um, and it was it was a fun game, and I, I really thoroughly enjoyed that game. So. No, a few years later, the, the games got disappointing, and then they they said, "Oh, um, we bring it back, Most Wanted," and I'm like, "Okay, I actually enjoyed this game, so I, w- I went and bought it because everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's it's going to be like it, it, it even the even EA was saying, oh, it was going to be like um you know back back to roots uh you know yeah <laughs> Need for Speed Most Wanted played it after 20 minutes, I t- put put the disc back in the box and took it back to where I bought it from and I'm like this is crap this is just com- it's rubbish you can just you just pull over and you hop into another car I'm like, I'm like is this not, is this like it had nothing at all to do with the original most one it was a most terrible game <laughs> they wouldn't they wouldn't give me my money back nor, nor, they, nor would they um, would they uh, offer me to swap it because they assumed that I would have used the codes but I'm like I haven't used the codes I haven't used anything oh, we can't trust you on that that doesn't stop them before 
So, what, dude, I was I was like arguing for like, and I don't like good guy because yeah. I work in retail. I'm like, yeah. dude, I have honestly just put the game in, and it's a terrible game. I've not not used. You can even try the codes and see that they're they're not used. And that's so why we can't do it. So I took the game home, and it's sat there collecting dust for the, for the past what four years. And every time I look at it, I feel sick because I'm yeah. that disappointed how bad that game was. It happened to you with Gran Turismo as well. Gran Turismo, um, yeah, Gran Turismo Five. I bought like the three hundred dollar edition, like yeah. with the yeah you know, model SLS and everything. Terrible. Yeah, it had it nothing had, in it. Uh, had, they, I hate when they remove... And they took so long to make it as well. Yeah. And they, they, they took out the Typhoon. Why would you take yeah. out the Typhoon? They took out the GT. I hate Come when on. they remove no, things... They gave me the AU, didn't they? They, they still kept the AU, it's all right. <laughs> they remove things without replacing it with anything. Like, There's so many skylines. You can't just so take stuff skylines. out. It's it just, ridiculous. It, it just had so many just like, like, like stupid little cars and... and, like, and well, no, actually, I, I like K cars and that. But they had so many just dumb cars that uh, they weren't needed. Anyway, it really kind of it really annoyed me, and and, and I guess that, that's kind of why you know car games are you know, are really struggling these days. And there's not many good ones. There's anymore. not many good ones. I mean, I mean, like Forza, I still enjoy. They're holding it down. They they yeah. are in, in terms of just like you know general easy to play like you know fun um you know uh, driving games. Forza's been at the forefront for I think a while now. Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the biggest hits as well that they did was Forza Horizon. Yeah, where they did it split it yeah. Yeah, into I guess the more arcade kind of feel. And that's a great time. You're just driving around. Uh, I mean, number three is in Australia. It's not a very good map of Australia, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's a, it's a big It's a, big it's map. a very it's a big condensed map. Um, uh, it's version. Just Victoria somewhere where it shouldn't be. and you know. All that. I, I mean, well, what they're going to do, they, 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 they can't exactly <laughs> yeah. put the whole of Australia yeah. in there. <laughs> just, um, but overall, yeah, it's, 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 I've experienced it as a nice game. And just you drive around bushes and stuff like that. Yeah, you, yeah, you, Valley. Yeah, yeah, you get to drive with the ute. You yeah, know, Australia. It's a fun time. <laughs> Get it in, yeah. And just, um, yeah, like <laughs> you can you can have a bit of more of a serious race if you really want to. Yeah, but you can also just have a lot of fun and and if you really want just simulation racing, you go straight to the, the regular Forza games. Yeah, I mean so. I mean there's other big more like other proper simulators as well. Um, but in terms of um, but in those situations, you start getting the Thrustmaster, um, you know, <laughs> wheels and uh, pedals and shift kits as well, which becomes an expensive hobby. It does become expensive, but it's a good hobby, and uh, and something that should be applauded. But anyway, enough um, Need for Speed hate. Well, you know, we should do an episode just on Need for Speed. Uh, of, yeah. of like the best ones and, and the, the worst ones. Yeah. And I reckon that we can probably do that in a couple of weeks' time. <clears throat> or maybe next week, if I feel up to it. But anyway, this topic's been around for a while. I, I want to talk about uh, manual versus automatic. But I, only, it's, I really wanted to push it forward tonight because Mazda have confirmed, and I'll read straight off their thing, they have confirmed uh, that we will continue to make to build the manual gearbox. In fact, they will, are certain that they will be the last Japanese uh, OEM still making cars with manual gearboxes. So that shows that people still want the manual. And I, I, and I know, like, MX-5s are just, you know, like, you, most of the MX-5s are sold with, uh, as a manual, but, you know, in terms of just keeping a manual alive, it's it's good, because l- let's face it, manuals are dying, and, and according to the stats, for example, 75% of your cars sold in the UK are... Uh, were manual equipped, whereas in Australia, ninety three percent of cars sold here are automatics. Yeah, that is, that, that is a that is a you know it's a huge huge thing to yeah. to happen to Australia. Yeah. So, the pros and cons of manuals. Well, hit I'm me a, up. <laughs> considering I drive the WRX as a daily, um, and it's a manual, I'm very much in the favour of manuals. Um, I feel you're always more engaged with the car, and at this point. Even though, like, it is an effort to shift gears, it's become very much a second nature thing where I can do it without, you know, you didn't realize, yeah, you didn't realize. You just 
you know going through the gears but you technically have like the most engagement with the car whereas whenever i do sit in an automatic first my foot goes to where a non-existent clutch <laughs> you know and then i realize you know what i'm doing put into drive and i get very uh almost numbed Bored. because um i i had to as you know i had the split uh cv boot yes i yes. had both of them split as my mechanic informed me oh, right. and uh so he took two days to fix it up in that in the meantime i was driving the uh the white turd suzuki <laughs> and uh it was very numbing like yeah. just driving an automatic at that point i just felt almost like i was falling asleep and uh yeah you're just not as engaged it is you know if you're using it as a means of transport and you just want to get somewhere easily i understand but for me i feel as as a dry, as a car enthusiast i want that engagement with a car um i can agree that there are certain gearboxes particularly the dsg kind that can shift way faster than I ever will be able to. Well, yeah, they'll be shift. They can shift faster than anyone yeah. in the world would be able to. Um, and and, and uh, I guess that's where. Well, I mean, technically they're a manual gearbox. You know that, right? So, but they're in an automatic setting. Yeah. I guess you're, you're not. There's not. You're not using a clutch. You, you, well, there is a clutch in the car, but you're not. You're not using it. Um, uh, and I guess that that you know, in terms of what's what's quicker, automatics will always be quicker. I mean, I, I mean if you look at, for example, times. With the, with the car I own, like the F6, the automatics were, were that much quicker than the manuals because because the manuals, you know, take, you know, you're losing time in shifting, you're losing time, you know, in 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 just general practice. But in terms of enjoyment factor, you're not getting that same thing. You're not getting, yeah. It's just just mash mash your foot on the pedal and you know go fast warp speed. Whereas in whereas in a manual, you can you know you get to you know row through the gears. You get to pretend you're in Fast and Furious. With a, with a thirty thousand yeah. um, gearbox, <laughs> just keep shifting, you keep do, shifting. You, you do it faster than the Furious style, you will blow your gearbox. <laughs> Shift you down to get, to get some higher speed. Um, but like, it's it's like it's you're right. It's engagement, and and it's a feel you get when you get when you hit that perfect shift. When you when you when you wind a car all the way out to the red line, you know, touch just touch limiter and into the next gear. Having that control makes it, it makes driving worthwhile. To be honest with me. And and I think that's why that's why um, manuals are so important for you know in terms of in terms of buying a car because if you want that engagement but I I totally get automatics as well like I you know my Merc's an automatic and it is like the perfect cruiser I, I in peak hour traffic there is nothing worse than being stuck in the CBD yeah. and having to clutch in clutch, clutch in clutch well, in well as someone who only drives automatic and has no interest in manual <laughs> at all um. Like, because I'm not a big car enthusiast, I'm more just here to stretch my radio muscles and, you know, <laughs> to hang out with you guys. But, um, like, yeah, like, just the idea of, like, for me, driving is just something to get to A to B. Whereas for you guys, for car enthusiasts, it's about the interaction with the car, about the enjoyment. So that's why manual makes sense. For you guys, for me, I'm just like, no interest in it. Um, cause I know one time we went to the city, Matt, <laughs> and you were driving, I think it was the old Camry. Uh, dude, that was my old laser. Like, oh, it was my the old laser. laser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and you were like, we were stuck in traffic. It took us ages to get we to were, the city. We were in there for three hours. We were like bumper to bumper traffic. And when you got out of the car, you were limping cause you had to clutch that many times. <laughs> it was so sore. It was so bad. And I'm like, I'm never, ever getting manual uh, car. It was, like, it there's was no like point day. to it. So, like, yeah, like you were saying with the Merc, you can just cruise and it's, like, easy. So, if you have a daily that's auto, like, if you drive to work or whatever, but then if you've got, like, your Typhoon or, or something, like the Rex for weekends and stuff, for manual for when you can, like, go to the Spur or whatever, yeah, that seems to make sense for me. It does. And, and you know, like, 
when people when people tell me, oh, you know, I can't be bothered shifting this and the other, like if they live in the, in the city and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I totally get automatics, and and then, and that's what they're there for. Yeah, they're not they're not a lazy way out. They're just a more you know practical 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 thing. You know, and and that's why most people are getting a license to say only get automatic, only get an yeah. automatic license. Like um, when you want to sip your latte and do your makeup at the same time. <laughs> I'm not hating. I'm not hating. <laughs> Dude, I was watching um, a video on YouTube on, on no Facebook. Someone someone posted it. It was, it was it was when Mr. Bean was um getting dressed in in his car. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dude, he managed to like shift gears and everything. And Ron Atkinson's a um motoring enthusiast, yeah, he so is. he probably like tried to do it himself. And they're like, no, 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 you can't. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's really why the F, um, McLaren F1 accident happened. Yeah, he was, he was, he was brushing <laughs> his teeth like, out the window. <laughs> he was Mr. Beaning it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, manuals for me are like I, I will always own a manual car, no, no matter what. Like I'll, I will happily have an automatic. Yeah, I've I've had two automatics. My Camry was an automatic. Yeah, my my Merc's an automatic, and yeah, um, I enjoy driving automatics because you know sometimes as I said sometimes in that peak hour traffic they 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 are they're a godsend. Like, you, but then you you get. But then like when you take them out on the open road and stuff, you, you're waiting for that kick down and stuff. It, they can get a bit boring. I mean, the, the the kind of DSGs kind of like resolve that because you you've still got like full functionality, like you know you can shift down, shift up as quick as you want to, but still you're losing I've, I've you're losing that mechanical connection. For, with the the Volkswagen DSG, yeah, I've had a bit of an issue where I guess I'm not like I'm expecting more of a um a direct contact feel with the car, yeah, and because it's all drive by wire and obviously the, the gearbox, sometimes I get very frustrated to the point where. You know, the car won't go when I want it to go, so I'm pushing the throttle down even more. And then it has to do something weird with the gearbox and shutters and jerks. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's not a good experience as, as a user. See, that's why I think DSGs, like all like you know, dual-clutch transmissions in, in, gear, in, in just everyday cars are pointless. I really, really honestly don't like them because, you know, they roll back. They, they're not an automatic, yeah? Like, if you're going to buy an automatic, just have a conventional auto. Most conventional autos these days are, like, like really, really good. I mean, you get, like, a ZF in, like, a Ford or, you know, even, you know, like, Jags and stuff. They're, they're as good, if not, you know, they're as good as a, as a um, they're, they're not as quick, as, I should say, to shift as, a like, a DSG, but they're very, very close to it. Uh, they still get, they can still fuel cut, they can still, you know, do, do a whole bunch of, it's all in the calibration of the car. They still can kick down when you want to, and they and they don't jerk. They're just smooth and refined. Whereas a DSG, once they once they're really up, you know, like in everyday traffic, they they're not that they're not that perfect, you know, transmission. And, yeah. and they they are weird to drive. Like you know, like I've I've been in one with a Focus. I've been in I've been in a Golf with the DSG. They just feel so odd. The DSG doesn't have a clutch, have pedal, a clutch pedal. It's all but you just flick it with your Pet- with yeah, the paddle pedals. next to the steering wheel. Okay, yeah, yeah that's or it'll, it'll do it automatically. But they're they're a bit dumb witted around town. I found. Have yeah. you uh, like you you've like, driven one? Like right? My driving was purely yeah, just around town, just trying to get places, and there'd be situations like where you have a you're turning right against traffic. It's a kind of a free turn. There's no lights. Yeah, and you need to be on the ball at that time. You're judging a gap. You say I can make it, and when you think you can make it, you press your foot down. The car's not going. Then you press it down too much. It does the whole jerk thing. Yeah, it gets dangerous. It does. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't want to get hit. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, you know, and at that point, it was my uncle's car, and I said, you know, I don't want to drive this car. Yeah, I'd rather take my own car because I can trust it. I know how it works, and you know, I'm used to it. It's driving yeah, system. Yeah, and that's just the the four speed, you know, slush box. Slush box, mate. But at least you got that. Like the torque converter can yeah. load up straight away. You're not waiting. You're as soon as you, you, know, you as soon as you take your foot off, you can just roll. You know, and yeah. and and that's and that's what I reckon. 
if you're gonna buy an auto, you just buy a conventional aluminum. Don't don't buy anything with like a DSG. I absolutely hate that. Yeah, you lift your lift foot off the brake, and it doesn't roll. Like it might roll backwards. Yeah. Then you have to accelerate a bit for it to actually get going. And then getting it jerks, and yeah, and they carry. On. I mean, I mean, like the latest gen of them are actually not too bad, but I mean, like like Porsche do a really good one in the the, the PDK, like that. I don't know, it's a Porsche. Yeah, I know. I know it's the same <laughs> company. I know well, technically, but they the, apparently the PDK transmission is really really good. Yeah. Um. And every like automotive journalist like rates them super highly, um, but like you, you got to remember that like these these G, DSG boxes are like they're, they're, in these, they're in these golfs and that like but the APR tunes they're doing like two point nine seconds to one hundred they're, they're doing stupid speeds, and um you know it's and th- that is great I mean it's great in that aspect in terms of yeah performance aspect but if you're dailying the car and it's jerking you around like everywhere you're going and just kind of may as well buy a manual <laughs> <laughs> might as well. Uh, I mean, I mean, in terms of if you're going to get an automatic, I for me, I'd always choose like a like a, just a, a proper automatic, yeah. like you know, a, a torque converted automatic. Um, yeah, uh, not not something like that because like one, I know they've had their issues in the past, and two, I know that I know a lot of them have been really really rectified and that they're really good. But if I want if I want an automatic, I want an automatic, and if I want a manual, I want a manual. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's that fine line between the two. And. I guess the other argument to make is about CVTs. I, I They're believe, weird too. I believe they very much <laughs> hamstrung the CVT to like to ensure that the consumers had that feel of gear shifts. They kind of built in their own ratios with the CVT, whereas the ultimate value of the CVT was it would constantly change the ratio. Constant, it's called constant variable. Constantly, yeah, yeah, variable transmission. So it could constantly change that's what it is, yeah. the gear ratio as the engine revs at peak horsepower peak torque but still instead of that a lot of manufacturers what they did was they tuned the car to pretty much be like mimicking gear shifts yeah where the revs would drop down and they'd climb up again and drop down whereas really what you want to get that ultimate cvt power out of it is hold the revs at seven thousand <laughs> or six and a half thousand wherever you get that mean torque and horsepower yeah. and just have the car just changing the ratio constantly that would give you the best acceleration you know the best performance but Consumers don't think the car's going anywhere. No. You know, there's, there's an issue. They don't think the car's working right. And around town, they can be they can be very funny. I, I know, um, and they have their issues too. Uh, a family friend of mine bought a... Oh, he's been on the show. They, they bought a Corolla. And all of a sudden, it would just down-change, like suddenly, and, you know, and they're, just, they're just weird, you know. It, what, why do car companies make things so hard? Just, just make it... Just have an automatic and have a, <laughs> have a manual. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. But... Like, like, dude, I, I, I honestly get every, every, every single aspect of them, and, and, and they make sense. But, but for me, you know, um, it, it'd be it, for just enjoyment and, and to know that I'm controlling a car. And when, when you drive a car, you have to drive a car. You do. Yeah, you know, you, you're not going to be just a passenger. And, and every time I drive an automatic, I get, I get one, I get bored really, really quick. Two, um, you know, I'm, I, I don't, I, t- I don't tend to focus as well. Because with a manual, I'm always like focusing on doing like you know, shifting gears or or, or or doing something mechanical with the car. Being like, I guess, I guess with a manual car, you're you're kind of being one with the car because yeah. you're you know, you're you know, you're, that's, you're that word again, engagement. It's, it's something you don't get in in an automatic. You definitely don't. It's it's that numbing kind of feeling. You're just like, oh, well, I'm, I'm on my way, you know. Might fall asleep. <laughs> Ideally, you don't. But yeah, I mean, and like the like the speed fanboys would be like, oh, but they shift faster, and uh, and, and like and they do, and and yeah, all the quickest cars in the world are you know automatic powered. You know, like most have got like power glide transmissions and stuff. So they, you know, they just you know shift 
have long long gearing and you know and and do well but in terms of you know that fun factor like like there's nothing better than getting on a windy road and like winding you know uh winding through the gears up and down and and you know t- touching the red line and into the next gear and it's it's um it's getting that feel but that, that it's it's feedback from a car and, and even like general driving i'm not condoning this or saying i do this regularly but say you're in mexico you you say you're in you know just just in a group of friends driving around and you have a car that goes whoosh you know <laughs> uh like this whereas you really you'll you struggle to do this in automatic in the in the manual i can just take the revs up about a thousand maybe 1500 more and i'll get that nice little whoosh yeah and the next year whoosh again <laughs> you know whereas with the automatic i'll be struggling really to kind of do that yeah because um, they're, they're always trying to change gear yeah and, and being being the most i guess fuel efficient way yeah and if i if i want to go back to my regular driver just yeah just, con- <laughs> just drive nice and easy you know shift to you know 1500 rpm lower no sound at all or a little bit of sound but it's very much a nice little control way if you do want to have a fun drive, not not necessarily a spiritual drive, just a fun drive as well. It's you know, it's, it's very much possible with the manual where you'd be struggling to do anything close to that with the automatic. Yeah, and I, I guess like manual manual drives as well. Like I wrote these down here, um, particularly if you're like pretty old school and into your cars. Uh, you know, it it may, tries to make you a better driver. Like it, it, you know, when you get that perfect heel toe downshift, and you, you learn different things on, on, like of the car, and and you learn to drive it that that little bit better. Um, and that's just that, that it's that engagement and that 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 push to to you know to enjoy it more. You just don't get with those just regular automatics. Yeah. And I think that's a, I think that's a real big factor. I mean, I, I mean like most cars today sold uh, like automatic. Um, you know, I think some car companies just sell automatics now. Like that, uh, that that's that is what it is. Um, but you know, I blame the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, a lot of Americans can't drive manuals, and um, you know, but a lot of has, has that become their recent anti-theft measure? It's like a meme getting around, James. It's, it's got a American anti-theft device, and it's just like a picture of a, of a tra- manual transmission. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's when you're driving a manual, when you get it right, it's so much more satisfying than in an automatic. And you know, I guess it's it's that engagement that 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 that, that does like in an automatic. Look, we'll get back to this after this uh, short break. Um, we're going to get back to the question, of, is the manual dead and do we think it's going to survive? So we'll come back. I'll keep you guys in the loop with that. We'll be right back after this song by Fleur called The Only One. You're back on Car Talk with Matty J. Uh, we're still talking manual transmissions. Uh, now, the big question is, are they dead? In terms of Australia, I reckon they're pretty close because when, when we're selling 93% of cars are automatic. I, I feel they are, but not just for the reason of just consumer choice of like not buying manuals. It's also going to be a factor of things of people are going to stop buying cars. It'll be very much, we're, we're getting to a rideshare future yeah. where everyone will just buy shares into, you know, possibly there'll be a few companies selling, I guess, share cars and everyone will pay maybe like a couple of thousand dollars a year. Yep. And they'll just get a service where they'll call up a car on their phone, comes to you. Yeah. And you then you've got um, public transport and self-driving cars as yeah, well. Yeah, self-driving cars. And yeah, like that. Uh, uh, those cars that you would probably invest in were probably self-driving. They just come pick you up, leave you. And that's, um, you know, like it'll be just people moving away from ownership of cars. Yeah. So um, just completely kind of losing that responsibility about their car. And I'd say motorsport will probably take a hit from that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, like, like especially Formula One and stuff. That, that that's all that's all automatic and stuff these days. Um, but in terms of the white thing, it's dead. Um, it, it, I reckon it's very close. Because just because, well, well, what you've just said, ride sharing and, and all this as well. 
But the fact is, most people today, when they buy a car, they just want the convenience. They do. And, and, and you know, like you and I and James... Yeah. In a, in well, a, I want, in a, in a I want small, all the convenience. In a small <laughs> bit. We're, we're kind of a dying breed, you know? Well, like, like from an outside perspective, because me, you know, just wanting convenience, like, there's definitely the motoring enthusiasts like you guys... Um, and you know all the car clubs and that that definitely want the manual and will keep it around, but it'll definitely be like a niche thing, like uh, like a like like you know like collect like a collector's kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, but like having said that though, James, like some cars just have to be a manual. Like like for example, uh, I don't know if you've ever been in a GD86 with an automatic. It is terrible. Uh, I haven't. I've uh, not been in GD86, you know, flat at all. Yeah, uh, me I'd I, I like to. Yeah, like, they're, they're fun. If somebody out there's got one, also, you know. Holler at you boys. <laughs> Next meet, you know, give us a ride. G- g- give you a ride. But yeah, dude, they need to be, they need to be a manual. Yeah. Like, MX-5s have to be a manual. Um, you know, it's, I reckon all hot hatchbacks have to be a manual because, you know, it's, they're hot hatch, they're supposed to be small, fun little revy cars. Um, but, you know, like, oh, <laughs> Obviously, luxury cars should, you know, or like it, it's it's all in taste as well. You know? If you're buying a Mustang that's a V8, it should be a manual. Yes, I mean I'll, I'll forgive if you buy the the EcoBoost, even though why are you? <laughs> but if you're buying the EcoBoost or the convertible, you know, like, I can forgive an automatic. But if you buy the V8, you know, the GT Mustang, just please. So even as me as someone who just wants automatic, like if I was to buy a Mustang, I'm like, there's no point in getting a automatic it, it, it's <laughs> so it's kind of like I, w- I just wouldn't get one because i'm like i know i'm not i'm not that kind of person who would like drive an automatic mustang <laughs> like, even I, i'm i'm not that lame <laughs> you know so you can go into crowds bunny hopping <laughs> instead, instead, of, instead of smoothly <laughs> nah dude i, I tell you like like some cars they just have to be manual and but but some cars like you know like I can, they can get away with just being an automatic and, and that and that's that's totally great you know and i'd be i'd be all for that but um, yeah. In terms of MX-5 and in, in terms of you know stuff like that, you, you have to, if you if you buy one as an automatic, just uh, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you don't get, you're not getting that driving experience. I mean, and that's that's why like MX-5s are really like known for you know for this you know seats you know uh, seat of your pants on the floor, yeah. you know old school British sports car you know rolling through the gears on a great piece of road. There's nothing better. We were talking about um you know car car chase movies yeah. last week I think. Um, yeah, and we I'm were, like, yeah. Mini what's, also what's manual. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, what's going to happen to action movies and car chase movies if no one has to shift? It's going to be less dramatic. It, it'll be the uh, you know how they did it on Top Gear where he presses the traction <laughs> control button. Yeah. Hold it for ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the most realistic car chase. I'm running low on fuel. We're gonna pull it. Somebody just hold the cops up. Sorry, guys. Uh, so you guys can fill up. We'll, 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 we'll keep chasing it a bit. But yeah. Just a final thing on transmissions. Uh, have you sat in a purely electric car? I've sat in one. I've never been in one. So like, I've never driven, been, like, driven in one. Driven. Say, yes. Because that, that's the other thing. Like, they, at least the consumer ones, come with the single gear, single driven gear. Well, uh, two. So, 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 two speed. Really? Yeah, like, I think the early Tesla, the Tesla um, Roadster, well, that was a two speed, I believe. Okay. Because I, I, I know the, the Renault um, Formula E team, they, they decided to fill around with a two speed. Okay. And they, I believe they went back to one speed. Okay, because uh, they they just found that while they were getting that extra kind of talk, you know, at the beginning, yeah. it wasn't worth the complexity and like I guess uh, efficiency losses. Yeah, yeah. Makes but sense. Um, yeah, that's that, that'd you know that'd be an interesting experience as well. No gear shift, you just you know the revs are raising or the the electric motors, you know, spinning faster and faster. Well, it'd be kind of like a go kart, 
in that aspect because I've driven both like an electric go kart and a um and a petrol go kart and like they're just a single speed the ones I've driven anyway and it's just like especially in the electric one you get that instant torque and just winding 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 and it just feels like it's never going to end yeah so and very much for like engagement not yeah I mean it's it's a weird feeling like yeah. like for example in like the uh, petrol go karts like you can hear them backfire when you come off when you come off the pedal that is just. <laughs> It was the weirdest freaking thing. Like, like I, I've done it once, and they're quick. They're really quick. Like they're fast as, but it just felt weird. It, it felt it felt hollowing. And you know, I sat in a Tesla. Um, oh, geez, what was it? Oh, I forgot the name. It, it, it was the. Um, it wasn't. The, it was, wasn't the one with the ludicrous. But anyway, uh, and it was really nice inside. You know, big screen and stuff. I, I didn't get to drive in it, um, but I sat in one. I'm like, this is this is pretty dope. But then I heard him take off because it was at a car and it's just like nothing. It's like, yeah. I'm like, if someone's going to hit you, like if you get hit by this, you're not going to say I, think, I, I, I heard think, it coming. You know. I think we talked about it on uh, one of the older episodes. Like they're they're going to add like artificial engine <laughs> noise to electric cars so people can hear them coming, and so it sounds like you're actually going somewhere. There'd be a button for VL Turbo, so you can spread. So that would be so cool. Like you download ringtones for your phone, you download engine sounds for your car. That was that was done for a Renault, I believe, a while back. You bought this GTR. Yeah, into the cabin, Renault Alpines and stuff. But then people would hack it so it makes funny noises, like <laughs> like a duck noise or yeah. ice cream truck noise, <laughs> uh, or a pedo van <laughs> driving past. Nah, um, that's pretty bad. I shouldn't have said that. But in terms of like in terms of that kind, that, that was a DSG only, and that's a hot hatch. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, even even the I think it was what's his name, Richard Hammer was saying, the terms of like a flappy pedal gearbox in a in a hot hatch, not not as fun, not as engaging. When you compare it to like the Fiesta ST and the and the Peugeot, I think it was a three hundred eight GTI. Um, but yeah, it was it, it wasn't wasn't as engaging and it wasn't as fun. So that whole that whole aspect of you know even pumping those different sounds into the car, it's still not as it doesn't feel it doesn't feel authentic. You yeah, know? Mm. no, you you feel like you feel like scam. <laughs> so so what are we gonna say? Where do we see the manual in about ten years? Do you reckon it's they all car companies are just gonna be like nope, or do you reckon they're still gonna be around? In ten years, I, I definitely think they'll still be around. And at that 15-year mark, I feel they may be at the point where, you know, like in the original days, you'd pay $2,000 extra for an automatic transmission. You now pay $2,000 extra for the manual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And after that point, I feel like it'll be pretty much a dead market. Um, it depends, like, how how popular the electric car yeah, becomes. Yeah, the electric car and the, the ride-sharing systems, yeah. how they develop. Because they all work in sync, you know. It, it won't be just one thing causing the, the, the manual transmission to go out. Um but there, there will definitely always still be, at least f- from our generation, As, at yeah. least, um, like a, an appreciable uh, group of people that, you know, want the... The car experience. As long as there's car enthusiasts, yeah. there'll be that yeah. kind of... And as, as they begin to die out, it's... Yeah. Like, I'll tell this to you, for example. Um, my sister, she's like, oh, I just want to get my license. I don't care. I don't want to drive manual. I'm not going to drive manual. I'm like, all right, whatever, you know? Alright, someone someone rented her as as uh, like we'll mention this pre- previous on the show. Anyway, she had no car to drive, and she's like, "Oh, well, I can't drive any of your cars." I'm like, "Well, you know, you had the chance to drive a manual." <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "So I started, started taking her for some lessons just around the block and, and, a, and a couple of things." And she's and she's like, "Holy crap, this is so much fun!" Like, she's like, "I don't know why I didn't do this in the first place." I'm like, "You see, <laughs> you see, I tried to tell you." <laughs> Um, situations where like households where people only have automatic cars yeah they will never know they won't yeah um the only reason i knew just in terms of 
you know, what the manual car experience was because of bad parenting, really, that I, I was able to, you know, use manual vehicles before the age I should have been. <laughs> in Mexico. In Mexico. <laughs> well, some of them were in India. One was pregnant, Well, know? that's kind of like Mexico. <laughs> yeah. He can get away with yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, and because of that, I knew. I knew that this was something special, something, you know, not normal that we have at home. Yeah. And uh, that, that's, I guess, one of the things that really pulled me towards it. And I'm glad it did. Yeah, and for me, manuals will always be like I'll always have a manual car, and you know it's just just that just for the experience and, and the sheer the sheer factor that I'm engaged with it. Um, like I know like my future cars, most likely a lot of them will be automatic, and and that that's fine. But I will still have like an, a manual there. Like I'll still I'll still keep one of my manual cars just just to say and to enjoy it. You know, to to to, to ba- it's, it's like back to basics engineering. Well, mm. in a lot of manuals, it's not, but like you know it's. Just getting that, getting that feel of the car. It's like you have the MP3 of the song, but you always like keep the vinyl. <laughs> keep the vinyl. Like, exactly even if right. you don't listen to it that much, it's like you have to keep the vinyl. Well, I'll end it here because I'll say manuals, while they might be dying, especially in Australia and or around the world, like with all these things coming, us enthusiasts will keep the manual flag alive, and yeah. there'll always be a chance for us manual enthusiasts, you know, to to, to keep it alive. I, I know Jeremy Clarkson was saying, you know. Basically, man, uh, automatics have gotten so good that you don't you don't really need it anymore. Yes, and I I completely agree with you. Most most modern day automatics are great, but you're still missing that factor, that engagement, that engagement. And that's that's the main thing that that lacks in an automatic, and that's why I believe manuals to me are better, but more engaging for that. Just in that aspect, they're more engaging. But while they're not, while they might not be as fast, they might be more. They're, they're a lot more engaging. Anyway, it's quiz time, Alan. Well, I'll have to say I'm not ready, but you know, <laughs> I'm never ready. Because we're about to run out of time, so we'll jump into the quiz. This is the Car Talk Car Quiz. Question one. The first hot focus in, a, in Ford Australia sold was what? Uh, can uh, pass and come back. The hot, what do you mean hot focus? Like, like the first, like, you know, hot hatchback focus that they sold. Uh, the Ford Focus ST? ST's in the name. What? I'll give you half a point. Alright, we'll, we'll come back to it. Then. Okay, okay we'll, we'll come back to that. Question two Mazda has committed to making what in the future? We talked about this earlier. Um, MX5's manual transmissions? Or Ma- just, just manual trans- transmissions. They have, yes. But it'll probably predominantly be in their MX5s, I'd say. Yeah, because they, they've gotten rid of them out of the Mazda 6, which is a bit disappointing. Question three. True or false? Corvettes have always been only V8s. False. That is, that is correct. Question four. The model code on the latest Mustang is the what? Ah, Mr. Mustang Boy. I'm not a Mustang Boy. You are. You, 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 so, you so badly want to stay. I, I do, but there's also GTRs available for that price. So. <laughs> uh, I've got nothing on this. Nothing? Also, just yeah. to... pa- uh, give up? Give up. It's an FM. FM. What was the previous code? Uh, they didn't have them because it's the first one for Australia. Like you know, Australia's got those weird codes. Um, question five. The Pantera was made by who? The Pantera was made by which car company? Give me a hand. If I say the, if I say the first letter, <laughs> you would get it. No, no, like what kind of country is the... Well, it's it's kind of a mix of a car, to be honest with you. I can't really give away too much. A mix of a car. Oh. Italian, Italian with American. 
feet? No, Di Tommaso. Oh, no idea what that is. Di Tommaso Pantera, man. How can you not know what a Pantera is? The Pantera is used in an engine by who? It's an American engine. We're making a company. Uh, a couple. I don't know. Just take a hint. Just take a punt. Ford? It was Ford. They used the Cleveland uh, 5.8. Good old Ford coming handy. Good old Ford. Backed you up this time. Backed yeah. you up. Question seven. The current Toyota 86 comes in two specs. What are they? Uh, the GT and the GTS. That is correct. Question eight. The Mitsubishi FTO used what type of engine? I feel like saying it was like a... Uh-huh. Something a bit odd, but it's not like a rotary or anything. It's, it's, it's just it's a bit odd in its size and its nature. Seven. <laughs> like it was like a 1.8 or something. A little bit bigger. A little bit bigger. Two liter? It is a two liter. Two liter what? Two liter twin turbo? Nah. Uh, two liter V6. Two liter V6? Yeah. That is odd, yeah. Uh, question nine: Who made the original GTI hatchback? The original GTI hatchback. Yes, Volkswagen. It was Volkswagen. Question ten: Will there be an AMG version of the X class? No, I believe there will not. There will be. There is not. Might as well be an AMG version of the vans then. Yeah. <laughs> A Vito AMG C sixty three. Oh, sorry, C sixty three Vito. Um. Uh, question one, the one you skipped. The first hot focus Ford Australia sold was the what? You said ST, so it starts with ST, but there's a number after it. It was a horsepower claim, ST something. They're pretty rare, but they, they're around, and they were called the SVT Focus in the States. So what? Could, could you give me an, an example of what kind of year this was? This was, it's the first gen focus shape. So we're talking... 2005... Four, okay, 2005, five. I'm assuming it's some kind of four-cylinder that's turbocharged. It was it was NA. It was? It was NA. Wait, why are we calling it? Oh, wait. The first hot one they sold. Because yeah. it, it wasn't like the... Is that the thing that was on um, uh, the smoking tyre? They had one. Where, yeah. where he had that crappy car and the guy thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the black one, right? Yeah. The, yeah. But uh, that's called the SVT Focus. It's the same car, but just here. I'm going to say it had, because yeah, it would be a uh, kilowatt number, I guess. No, it was a horsepower number. A horsepower number. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to say seven, I guess. Because <laughs> it would be, it'd be something over 150, I'd say. It was over 150, but it was less than 200. Oh. I'm going to say, like, 186. No, 170. Oh, oh. God. You were right with the seven, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I was close, I was close. One, two, three, four, five, six out of ten. That's not too bad. There's some hard ones in there today. It's, it's rather strange to be advertising um, horsepower numbers because remember the like FPVs and HSCs. They've Kilowatts. always had like the three seventeen or the three ten, three three five. Yeah, they yeah. have. Um, and it was because that car was sold as the ST one seventy in the in the UK too, I believe. So that's that's why. But then they then they went into that first gen Focus RS, which was pretty cool. Look, um, we're going to go to our last break. We'll wrap up right after this. You're back on Car Talk with Matty J. Thanks for, thanks for coming on, guys. That's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back next week at 7 p.m. If you've missed or want to catch up on any of our other episodes, jump onto our Facebook page. It's Car Talk with Matty J. That's T-O-R-Q-U-E. 
We have the link to it on our page, to our Shan Engine page, which houses all our uh, like previous episodes. Uh, we are also on iTunes, so if you prefer iTunes, just search us up, uh, Car Talk with Matty J. Um, please subscribe, rate, and review so we can get higher on the rankings, so we can get uh, further audience. And also follow our Instagram, that's uh, Matty J underscore Car Talk Podcast. I'm always uploading uh, different car things related there, so g- give that a f- follow that on um, Instagram. But we'll see you same time next week. Thanks again, guys, for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. I think we settled. The manual is still in our hearts. Still is and will be. Always will be. Till next time, take it easy.